0: to Juice Podcast. I'm Gwen Douglas. I'm Emily Harmon. Today we're visiting Greece. <laughs> so probably one of the few places we can actually visit right now. I just came back from Santorini and you're
1: visiting... Going off to Mykonos and maybe Tinos as well in just a sh- very short little weekend. And we were talking... <laughs> we, were, we were speaking earlier about how
0: even though it's Corona time and it's a bit complicated to travel, I think it's still important that if you want to go To go and you can do it safely because so many of these islands you know they really exist on tourism and without it yeah it's so many people are losing livelihoods so i think it's still important that we go visit
1: yeah i mean especially someone at that i mean they do all of their the year business in like a few months basically so
0: and already actually it's a really
1: interestingly kind of a good time to go because
0: like when we were in santorini right now it's at about 50 percent capacity to its normal peak time visiting which is like how many times in a lifetime can you go somewhere in the peak time and have only 50% of the people around so it was actually kind of nice and we found it quite easy to actually just explore and be by ourselves that we didn't actually have to be around large crowds everything's outdoors it's an island so you have to be tested to get on it yep. <laughs> it's relatively safe i think
1: I mean, it's hard, isn't it? There are no safe spaces. No, <laughs> no more. <laughs> so we just have to look for the safest possible the safest. spaces. So yeah, Greece yeah. was lovely. you spent a lot of
0: time outdoors. Everything's beautiful. The weather's beautiful. The people are amazing. We met some really phenomenal locals, and hopefully made some new lifelong friends. So we have two wines today. Both are Sertico.
1: Yeah, which is quite interesting, actually. So we've got uh Gwen and I both bought Acetico from Greece um not with the intention of doing an Acetico podcast but just with showing some of our favorite Greek wines um and yeah they happen to both be Acetico but from completely
0: different parts of Greece right and actually I knew that you love Acetico so I knew going in there to to try a lot it's always hard when you're in a sort of in a space where so many tourists so everything is sort of geared towards a tourist's palette and we had some great people watching actually listening to people um listening to people at their dinner tables <laughs> requesting wine was amusing um but i found for myself a lot of the acertico they were selling in restaurants i mean probably maybe more bulk produced i found it quite acidic high in acidity and green flavors and lots of salt So I think just for the, you know, everyone knows that I love Gewurztraminer. (laughs) That may be a little in opposition to the flavors I gravitate towards. But then we tried some aged Assyrtiko and this, uh, I'm not gonna pronounce it right, Nishteri uh, styles, and those I loved. Because I feel like there was a little more body, maybe a little
1: less acid,
0: I'm not less acidity, because I still think they're pretty bright.
1: maybe just just a different I mean I think so I what I love I love I mean Acetico is my kind of tech because I love mineral rich wines and I think Acetico is by far the most exciting white like white grape in Greece and it's kind of I mean it deserves a rightful place against things like Riesling Chardonnay Chenin Blanc for its unique profile and I think also the fact that it does show the terroir and the exciting thing about Santorini is that when you look at it on the map it, it is a caldera so the part of it, like the half moon part where you've been, is like part of the the sunken volcano volcano crater. And I think it's still active as well, actually. I think so too, yeah. Uh, And the soils there are like really rich in like pumice, like volcanic ash, uh, which is what is part of what's influencing the wine style. And also I think the sea breeze that's constantly impacting the grapes there as well
0: because they're very exposed. Totally. And you sit anywhere outside for a long period of time, you will be covered in salt. Like just covered in a dusting of saltiness so i can totally imagine that this also just gets sprinkled over everything yeah yeah it's really interesting and i definitely agree with your terroir statement because i think now if i would drink one of the sort of greener asserticos it would totally take me back to this sort of uh, crisp bright salty ocean yes yeah, yeah. kind of vibe
1: yeah
0: I think for me, a lot of the food was also quite salty, so for me, drinking those styles with the food was maybe a little hard. Salt squared.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: which is, I think, why I gravitated more towards these ones.
1: So what, what, I don't know this wine at all, and it's quite atypical for a Sertico because, I mean, it looks, it looks like color, a sweet yeah. wine, doesn't yeah. it? Because it's like got this amber colour. So when I was reading about these
0: N- Nishteri wines, I guess so they're... So the style? Style, yeah. Okay. So the, these, they always harvest the grapes in the nighttime or very early morning to try and prevent any oxidization or whatever. And and when you read about it, they say that sometimes these styles are not vinified all the way to to dry. But I would say all the ones that I tried were pretty Mm. dry. And this one was, so this is from Art Space, which is a little tiny, I think it's the smallest uh, winery in Santorini. And um, yeah, they were were also a museum, they're a wine museum. They were around f- from 1860, and then it closed. Yep. And uh, yeah, so now they have the museum, an art gallery, and this small production, just they do natural sort of process. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So I don't know what you think. I mean, the color is amazing,
1: like iodine. Yes. I mean, it definitely feels like a later harvest wine, because mm. it's got that kind of very kind of ripe fruit. Right. Or like honeyed kind of note to it. But, like, I mean, you get that kind of visceral texture, but then it has got the saltiness on the finish. Yeah, there's still, like, like a salted
0: caramel, like a... I was really curious, actually, to try it again here, because, you know, when you're, like, fall in love with something in a place, and you're like, oh, is it going to be terrible when I go home?
1: (laughs) You're like, is it because of all the beautiful white buildings that I'm looking at, and the sun shining on me, that it's delicious?
0: And for me, I thought, like, there Mm. is that little saltiness left, and it... I know there was something that just sort of made it easier to eat salty foods alongside it because yeah. it kind of gave you a little rest Well, because it, the that sweetness? sweetness there must
1: be some residual sugar yeah I think there. so too
0: because
1: um, it's definitely got that, that sweeter sweet and salty I, I mean for me as well with this one because of that lovely acidity it could be mm. really nice with cheese totally yeah. yes or smoky like things like and you like smoky spicy meat so we bought it really at a nice. place
0: that also does charcuterie. so this is I would totally here at home also yeah. I think that's a good Mm. Yeah, it's so interesting so funny, yeah. I was curious to see what you would think of it because
1: yeah, no, I like it. What I'm thinking is it, this would be a really interesting wine for food food and oh, wine pairing. Some really too. nice options. Also, yeah. with, you know because it go it starts going to go into that. It's quite interesting. because It's quite mummy, isn't it? Yeah, and it's funny because I was like, oh, she's bought she's bringing in a Citico from Santorini. Yeah. I'm going to bring something to really contrast it. And I've probably brought something. We're, we're in a similar wine, but that's yeah. okay. Like there's obviously. The yeah. reason why we've both done this yeah because
0: I also like yeah. from we. I ended up buying an aged um, uh, from Sigalis I bought an aged acertico. yeah uh, that I sent you a picture of and I really loved the aged stuff I think because I think it, it ages so well these yeah. kind of like yeah. especially because Luki likes more my partner likes wines from Jura you know mm. and then I like sort of more aromatic, and somehow the aging
1: mm. gave us a little bit of both what we wanted in some way. Yeah, because there's more intensity, more of right. the sa- that savoriness with the saltiness, right. right? And I, you're totally right with the umami. Mm. and This would be great with risottos or like
0: mushroomy dishes, broth.
1: Yeah, and I mean this is this is fourteen and half half percent, and actually it carries the alcohol quite well. Yeah, yeah. smash that whole bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is
0: umami definitely. Oh, and it just leaves such a it has such a nice long finish and yeah. whew, I'm happy because when we went I also tried I have a big shout out to uh, Vineyard actually where I picked up this bottle because they do everything like they Coravin everything yeah. so it's it was a really great opportunity for me to be able to go and try yeah, yeah nice. and the staff are really amazing also let me try half glasses of things so that I didn't have to break the budget buying single glasses of everything so yeah big big shout out to them. Yeah, nice. the That's a vineyard sell, in Santorini. Vine, yeah, vineyard. And they uh, they also sell all of these, they sell bottles too. So you Very can just nice. to take home. They had also, yep. all of the produce they sell there is also locally sourced. So meats, cheeses and uh, spreads and all this kind of stuff.
1: Mm.
0: I really enjoyed it. Very nice. Yeah. I wish I had more. To, I wish I had actually like absorbed the information that I read.
1: Yeah, but I think also we just—it's just a brief intro on some exciting ones yeah. from Greece, just to do our all, our all kind of our summer holiday hopping right. around of like what what's exciting us at the moment and what's interesting for us.
0: Because then I would ask, like, what would you if someone were to ask you to describe a sort of classic aperitivo, like what would? Because now I feel bad that that I didn't bring a classic one. Because think me too. Yeah, not about you, about me. No. Because I think like we're we're offering options that are maybe different, yeah. but I think like it's I mean, also
1: I I would look at if I was expecting if I was getting in a blind wine or a typical or more commonly known style medium bodied high acidity, um, and I think yeah there's there's this trademark saltiness like they're very mineral rich right. wines sometimes there is a little bit of aromatic profile sometimes like a waxy note as well with some of the richer styles. But the saltiness is something else. Like it's it's even more salty than when you have like Albarino. Like mm-hmm. less aromatic than Albarino, a little bit more body. Oh, that's a really nice. This taste. nice saltiness. Mm. Um, and again, it depends on the style. Like remember, we did the Retsina. Mm. Yes. And that oh. was all Acetico with the uh, pine resin. I was trying to find that one wine that tasted like because uh, I still have the
0: picture from. No, I drank try-
1: actually. I drank oh. a bottle of that when we were in. Um, when we were in, when I was in Greece last year, in Lindos, I had it, and it was called like, what was it called, like, like sage. Yes,
0: pine. and it tasted yeah. like sage, like chicken yeah. roast chicken dinner.
1: Yeah, from the pine resin. Because that's the other thing I was going to say that's really
0: interesting, yeah. And that's, I always think of that yeah. wine as roast chicken dinner. But actually, one thing I wanted to say that's really interesting is, the wines are super high acidity, but the food is not. So, actually, it's something that maybe you kind of need wines like this to boost up the food, because it's something that we found very curious when we were there, and we mm. talked to a lot of gastro staff, was like, what's with the lack of acidity in everything? Like All of the food has this sort of like, saltiness, and maybe you have sweetness from the produce, but it's, we were really lacking in acidity everywhere. Yeah. They much prefer the flavor of like, lemon peel to the flesh. Yeah. So even in cocktails, or everyone was sort of going more for this citrus peel flavor that definitely is like waxier and doesn't have this yeah. acidity rather than the juice of. Or you get more of the oils, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was we were kind of, um, yeah, surprised because of course when we're experiencing Greek food in the north of Europe, it's made for our palates. So, you know, people will make it with lots of vinegar or lots of sort of vinegary stuff. But when you're there, it really wasn't something we were Mm. finding. Mm. Mm. So it found, it made actually a place for wines with a lot of acidity, because then you kind of had this counterpart to the sort of the low acidity foods. Mm. But I'd love to, if anyone knows why, or if this was just a Santorini thing, we were in Ia, but yeah not so much acidity and we talked to some waiters they even said yeah funny that you ask we had some other people asking recently
1: so yeah yeah i mean also i mean i think as well something that is obviously asietico is the main interesting grape in santorini and we haven't talked about also the the very iconic vinsanto wine comes Mm. from santorini meaning wine of santorini delicious and i think it it came from there before it was sort of a thing in Italy because that's where the name originates from and that's 100% Santorini so that also illustrates when you have these old sweet wines right. that are very suitable for old ageing. Totally. Uh, the potentiality of this grape variety and also the diversity in the style. I'd be interested to know if anyone's made a sparkling wine with the here go, what it's like? I wish I'd brought one because <laughs> they, had,
0: they, had, they had a pet nut yeah. and I wanted to bring it but I was afraid of the baggage
1: handlers to be honest. I mean, well, yeah. When you arrive to Berlin, you never know if your bag's even gonna. I had five with bottles, and I was <laughs> like, "Is it wet? No." Whew. <laughs> but I, yeah,
0: because I thought actually it would make a delicious pet nut. Yeah, I'd be all about it. Yeah, but yeah, really, it was a, a brunch. I think that's something that's really nice about traveling. Sometimes is that we kind of have this idea that you should be traveling and trying and liking everything, and I kind of think that sometimes. It's also interesting to not like things. Yeah, I mean, it's about exploring
1: and finding right. what you like and what you don't like.
0: Right, and I think that that's also, you know, we talk about it a lot, just being honest about what you're tasting and experiencing. And I think, like, I would like to get rid of this idea that you always have to like everything that you try. Because I think that, like, when you're traveling, it's just interesting to see contrast. It well, makes you it don't really... like every
1: person you meet. No,
0: exactly. But I think there yeah. is this sort of, like, especially when you have this sort of Instagram, Phenomenon, you know, living your best like, life, living your best life, where there's like no room for negativity. I think sometimes it is interesting
1: to be like, I don't like that. <laughs> Let's find an alternative. I love it when people post funny videos about stuff that happens. Like, actually, I don't know. Did I see? I don't know if I see this video I made when I went to the Canary Islands with Zoe. Oh, no. um, so, <laughs> about this sandwich from Berlin Airport, and <laughs> it's just this video of me saying. Oh, we can add it to one of our stories where it's like <laughs> just on the outside <laughs> oh no so it's like the bread itself wasn't bad because it was like the dark yeah. bread and I was like wow, the sandwich isn't so bad but then when I got onto the plane and tried to eat it like I opened the sandwich open and I was like oh my god yeah yeah and then and Zoe was like what is it and I was like look at this and she got the camera out and I was like this is literally the saddest sandwich yeah. ever. so it was like a piece of I think, there was a piece of turkey meat one piece like processed obviously, right. one piece of cheese and then there was one piece of, so the bread was like this, and there was one ring of cucumber and one ring of tomato and a lettuce leaf that had like, literally <laughs> like, Hot lettuce like. a, Yeah, that was like, it looked like someone had just like spattered some green paint on it because there was like barely even a leaf there, and I was like, they must have run out kind of supplies at the airport no. And then we looked at hers, the, oh and she God. had one piece of tomato and one piece of no. cucumber and I was like, this is the stingiest It's like sandwich. a
0: décolleté, you know, they just yeah, like it's like 6 euros, so I was put like, it is that Yeah. This is, all of them are like this. I I tease the dog at home because he has this bed that looks like a pitta and he lays just on the edge and I always tell him that he looks like an airport sandwich. Because all the meat's hanging out on the edge. (laughs) There's like nothing in the bed, just on the edge. to
1: see the meat hanging out on the edge. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they do, but... Hmm. But it's such a bizarre (laughs) thing where it's like
0: a sandwich that's 100% for show. Like, to me this is like the most confusing thing ever. That you're literally making a product that people are going to eat but you've decided that it's more important to entice them with the the idea of a beautiful sandwich than actually give them a sandwich
1: isn't that awful it is it's terrible it's It's the
0: worst the state of sandwiches today
1: (laughs) or just in germany i mean berlin airport i mean when you go to other airports even other train stations in other cities you're like how did we end up in the capital city with like at least the new one looks better but like even when i went there at the duty free (laughs) to buy a bottle of water the card machine wasn't working and there was one cash out in the duty free of the capital city. Like, okay. We were stranded at the airport, uh, at the
0: train station at 3.30 in the morning. Cause, Cause the, the train du- didn't arrive. It just didn't come. It didn't say canceled. You asked staff, they were like, Oh, it didn't come. Like no one, everyone was just like, Oh, I guess it just didn't come. So we're supposed to have faith in a, in a train system that takes us to the airport
1: that may or may not come. Somebody was too busy. Filling out a form somewhere The <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> train can not leave on time <laughs> Yeah exactly Like some of the stuff sometimes a Train like, can't go so You haven't go. filled out 18,000 forms beforehand. <laughs> I think even like, They stuff looked it
0: later And I so think Then we'll go, go into a box a That no word. one will ever open Yeah right I think they actually like Even took a wrong turn I think that was the excuse Later when he
1: How do you take a wrong turn when On a When you're a track? train driver <laughs> yeah. Oops!
0: Yeah. Ended up somewhere else. I
1: mean, I've seen the Playmobil and everything. Like, what the hell? Ridiculous. Berlin, 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 Berlin. Yes. So, but back to the yeah, back to Greece. But yeah, really, back to Greece, where there are no trains on the island. But... So for me, I
0: found when I was out drinking in
1: Greece, because the
0: aged uh, Assyrtiko's price point-wise were quite a lot more expensive mm. than the. I mean, you can get decent bottles everywhere for quite cheap. But yeah. then the price jump is quite substantial when you're eating in restaurants between the sort of regular stuff they're drinking to the aged stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so I found that this style, the Nishteri style, was a sort of good in between where it was like maybe moderately higher priced than the regular Assertico, but gave me a bit more of that luxury feeling yeah, without yeah. the luxury. Yeah, part. nice. Yeah. So yeah. this would be my, my hack for getting something that feels a bit more. Um, full-bodied and fancy,
1: or yeah, or maybe items. also just for people that have tried the other right, style. I want and to try want some something else. with a bit more body Agreed. and um, and a bit more texture and a bit more viscosity. Yeah, so I love these. So we're gonna, I'm gonna take you now on a journey up to the north of Greece. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> so the wine that I've poured for us here is um, the 2017 uh, Lambda mm. Barrique wow. Aceto from Domaine Ligas. This is the wine I imported to Germany, so full disclosure of that. <laughs> <laughs> touting my stuff but I think it's obviously I think it's an excellent wine um, the label beauty. as well is beautiful that's actually Maria Callas the oh, opera singer gorgeous. for those of you that um, like opera and if you are interested in opera and you've never heard of it I mean she's very iconic but she is got
0: a beautiful voice She has yellow my
1: favourite colour love it yes. fits perfectly
0: it's such a marigold colour this one
1: rather yeah. than iodine so this is um, coming from the north of Greece from uh, the region of Pella mm. so um, this is in like um like the Macedonians, like Mm -hmm. part of North Macedonia. Um, So we're around 40 minutes from Thessaloniki, which is the nearest airport and major city. Uh, Inland and soils soils here are clay and limestone, so different soils to, obviously, to Santorini and a different climate, because obviously, being higher up in the hills, I think it's around 350 meters, approximately. I'd have to double check that. Um, but yeah, this is their, one of their top wines, I was just checking on the back, 2,000 bottles are made of this, or were made of this in 2017. Really interesting winery, um, they're around 9 hectares in terms of the vineyard size, so they're still a small winery, it's a family winery that was set up in the mid-80s uh, by Thomas guess who's the father, mm-hmm. and um, his children, the twins, Jason and Melly, are the sort of Working with their dad, Melly's making the wines now. Jason was for a period of time; he was making the wines on the island of Samos, the Sula Vegetal wines. I think we might have tried the Livia together. Um, And yeah, all the vineyards are farmed using permaculture, so I think very forward-thinking uh also very uh, climate aware approach i'm sure that's not just the reason why yeah. but i think it's really conscious decisions being made with every step from how they're grown they use tinctures made with herbs that they oh, forest amazing. from the local hills oh, so awesome. it's it's very much a local project right. too um and they work with greek indigenous varietals and kind of this still in greece there aren't that many producers working without chemicals in the vineyard. Right, actually, it's like this is hard to find, to actually. Yeah. That's why I was happy that these guys also try their best to work in a yeah. natural way. I mean, like, in Santorini, for example, like the producer was Hatsidakis. unfortunately, right, yes, passed away. Yes, um, so we did try some when we were there, also. Yeah, made beautiful, like, amazing yeah. wines. Um, but I think it is changing in Greece, and it's really exciting because there is that diversity of, of grape varieties and styles and different climates and old grape varieties, right. just like in Italy, like, in some cases, older, um, so I think we are still yet to see the full potentiality of Greek wine. Yeah, it's a excited. really exciting time. I think so too. So this is uh, this one here. So uh, it has seven days skin contact. Already and then it's in. aged for 10 yeah. months in Bariq. And this for me is like, this is my go-to. This Evalu is such wine. a like
0: late summer, like vibe already. Just like yes. fields of sunflowers and marigolds. and Yeah.
1: Like, I love that marigolds. Yeah. Yeah, nice. it's unfiltered, unfined, and no sulfur at all. Wow. Yeah, this is really nice. Yes. I mean, of course, it has that sort of aged
0: smell a little bit. There's a little bit of that medicine cabinet
1: mm-hmm. on there.
0: But I really love the
1: florals on this.
0: Mm.
1: I mean, that's what's so moorish and the acidity mm. that lures you back. There's a different kind of texture to the wine than the wine we had before. Mm. Because you don't get the saltiness in no. the same way, but you do have this lovely fresh acidity, but a little bit more texture. It kind of and gives the me... tannin makes it feel like, yes. Brighter. It's giving me like a Malvasia vibe a little bit. Like a non-aromatic Malvasia, right. yeah.
0: Like the ones from sort of the Croatia... Yeah. Also that sort of... With the skin With content. the
1: body, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. What I love about this is that interplay of the sweet and savoury flavours. Yes. And sweetness in terms of just like... There's a fruitiness, almost like tinned peaches or really ripe mm. peach. Um, but the nuttiness... You know, like this lovely nuttiness. And this is a really a wine that unravels and reveals mm-hmm. itself with time in the glass as well. Yeah, I was going to say I'd be curious to try this <clears> yeah. uh, in, a, in a few minutes when it has a little more
0: air. I mean, I think I've got something like
1: 60 bottles for the first delivery. This is the last bottle of that. I've got more coming um, just after it cools down a little bit and there'll be another 40 bottles and that'll be it. Delicious. Yeah.
0: What, would you, what would you be eating with this?
1: It's kind of I interesting mean, one. It is, isn't it? And it's getting more like floral pigeons. in the glass as well. Uh, definitely. Like hay-smoked yeah. pigeon I want to eat the Little best. birds. Little birds would be amazing.
0: And that sort of hay-smoking, you know? Yeah. This is kind of what it's giving me, this really, like, fields. It's just giving me visually... I know what you mean, that kind of like September, late yeah, September. it's like when the like... sun comes back out and yeah. maybe there's some grasses that are yellowed, but you have this sort of, like, the mm. lazy end of, yeah. of summer. Yeah, pigeon. Small birds. Mm. I Yum. also think
1: with things like, like yakitori, like anything that's been yes. like yakitori grill, grilled, even like ginkgo, like ja- I always think, I don't know, maybe I, because I, I just love think Japanese food, actually would be great with, because yeah.
0: there's, it's slightly less umami than the one we just tried. I'm a bit light, a bit fresher I mean, yes. as well. But I think yeah. you're right, because of the tenons, it still could hold up to some grilled meat, yes. so light grilled meats, yeah. like the small bird yakitori, totally.
1: Yeah, yeah. And even things like if it was if we were in the winter, like something like with a ramen. Yes,
0: I mean, actually, think both interestingly
1: because I thought ramen
0: also for the other one. Yeah, super interesting. This kind of uh, because actually, I'm not thinking about Greek. I mean, other than things like um, souvlaki, of course, that is basically light grilled meat. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, Yeah. yes, yes, and also cheese. I mean, yeah, yeah. We sell like (laughs) at Aura. We've sold quite. Quite a, quite a bit of this because it's it's a good pro- I mean it's about 80 euros on, I want to eat chutney, chutney with it
0: like I could totally see things with chutney on the side Mammons. you know
1: quince and Mammons. like and, yes
0: a plow man actually that would be this is a good pairing for a flamen's lunch oh, I have had a yeah.
1: do you know what I really I'm miss I'm so excited Branson pickle yeah. I a anyone in. know where we can get yes. it
0: yes I know you can get some here where you can get it at the um, <laughs> at the,
1: su- the supermarket
0: uh, underneath uh, Karstadt they had some really also I think Gallery Lafayette has it just like six
1: jars. I want to make some. Yeah. make it
0: date sauce basically, and turn it into carrots. The glue vine. Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Our glue vine. <laughs> Maybe we make a Branson pickle. Yeah, I love Branson pickle. Yeah. So Lucas ex- and I were excited when we came back because we were like, "Fuck the airport food." Hmm. We were just excited that at Hop there was there's a pret. I
1: know. <laughs> have like three sandwiches I know I'm like why is the fridge always empty here with like two sandwiches because people are used to sandwiches like like you experience at the airport
0: they don't believe that what they see runs all the way through the bread <laughs> they have trust issues with sandwiches
1: <laughs> how would you not every German sandwich looks the this same this is a city with a serious lack of sandwiches yeah delicious right really, really nice beautiful and it lures you back more. yes and this is what I love about their style is that they are they're wines that have—they're serious, but at the same time, there's like a fun quality to them, and there's this playful edge and this very kind of enticing. I don't know. Every time I take a sip, I'm like, I, I want to go of back. This. I know yeah.
0: it's like you—you you think you figured it out, and then yeah. you go back in, and every time I take a sip, it's yeah. taking me somewhere because yeah. now those last bits in the glass are giving me even this sort of sweetness. Yeah. That and the floral ex- notes coming yes. out more
1: and more on the nose as
0: well. I'm yes. a big fan of floral. That's, I think that's why it's making me think so much of Malvasia, this like end of summer, yeah. wildflower, grassy. Mm. Yeah, I love mm. it. It just gives you such a good feeling all over. Yes. <laughs> I like. Mmm. Mm. <laughs> We're both like, mmm, mmm. Mm. <laughs> Delicious, yummy. Well, yeah. I feel like we're going to have to do another Greek episode. We will. We should do some Casino Mavro, do some reds. Yes, actually, because mm-hmm. I kind of wish I had tried more reds, but it was just so warm over there. we were there. But actually, it just made me think of... Um, so like I was saying uh, earlier about people watching. Uh, people oh, watching gosh. at dinner. So Santorini, of course, is a super touristy island. So lots of um, Instagram influencers uh, taking photos. And lots of people that are... I think I realized watching people order wines at dinner that the average person orders so much with their eyes, you know, in a really confusing way because this one guy sat down and he was like, I want a rosé. All right, I mean, you're in the place. Greece makes amazing rosés. And then one wine was opened. It took him three bottles until he had drank something he liked because every rosé that the waiter brought him, he just said, I don't like the color. He was like, it's too dark. What is this?
1: I mean, the rosé that they make, I think we might have, I think we did try it together, the Le Rosé with the black label. Right. That wine is like strawberry and truffle juice. It's not light in color. And it is, it is right. the most delicious rosé I've ever drunk. But this guy was just like, no, I like a, li- I like a lighter rosé. And the poor waiter
0: was just like, yeah, but those, if you had one of those, it was probably a blend. And then trying to explain like, this particular grape, you know, the guy was just like, no, wrong color. Like just, nope.
1: So then, yeah. When is that going to change? I guess we should do another, maybe we need to do another Drink Pink 2.0.
0: Yeah, I think even just explaining how wine gets its color again. Because I think, like, this was so disappointing for me because I thought they opened two rosés for this guy to try, and he was just, like, not having it. Because the color was wrong. (laughs) You know, and it was like, if you want a light rosé from Provence, then drink a light rosé Yes. from Provence like if you're yeah. going to get a Greek rosé it's yeah. going to be amazing but it's going to have yeah more body more viscosity it's going to have more yes yeah, yeah yeah so it was kind of like a sad thing for me that this idea of rosé has become like a coca-cola idea mm. of like all mm. roses should be the same and yeah. i think yeah maybe we should do a
1: take let's a do drink. it the color yeah. of wine
0: maybe we do a whole spectrum of yeah. from light to dark sounds great i'm in all right I'm in. so well cheers from Berlin us, yeah. Yeah, cheers. cheers from Berlin <laughs> yeah uh, you can follow us on Instagram at
1: juice.podcast on Twitter at juice underscore podcast though we're not that active on Twitter <laughs> I should own that but yeah. yeah and if you're not subscribing we have a YouTube channel and obviously on whatever platform you're listening to us on be that Spotify Apple Deezer subscribe and nice. tell us about your Greek experiences. Tell us all the wines you've been drinking. Well, your and... summer wines? Where yeah. are you going on holiday? Are you going on holiday? Like, it could be
0: just... I mean, are you just going you down drinking the road? in the back garden? If you live in England, maybe you're just going up the road somewhere else. So, like, tell us where you're going and what you're drinking when you're there. Yeah. So, until next time, I'm Gwen
1: Douglas. I'm Emily Harmon. Cheers! Cheers.